What is up, my Sunlight Samurais? This is your go-to Goku, Hansamata. So I was listening to a podcast by Carl Lenore, and he talked about fish oil crushing inflammation. So it's a common misconception that people think that fish oil is one of the most potent anti-inflammatory substances out there. And this is a misconception because fish oil isn't actually anti-inflammatory. But let's dive into the clip. Here is what he said. Let's talk about suppressing inflammation too far for a second. It was um, it was Rob Wolf when at the onset of the paleo movement who proposed that people should take a really crazy amount uh, of fish oil a day to completely, mm -hmm. completely crush inflammation. And the people who followed this, including himself, he, first, he came around a year or so later and said, I was wrong. I was really wrong. Mm -hmm. But the people who followed this and used mega doses of fish oil found that they, they, they couldn't remember stuff. They, they had lost energy. They didn't feel well. They were always tired. And you would think that that would be the opposite of crushing inflammation. So the, 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 the short story is inflammation is important. It's not a, it's not a black or white thing. It's not like, no, you want to crush it or no. it's, you got to be careful. So first off, he thinks that fish oil is one of the strongest anti-inflammatory compounds out there. And that the bigger the dose you take, the more it inhibits inflammation. At the end of the day, you have zero inflammation. Now, fish oil, actually, it doesn't inhibit inflammation. It's not anti-inflammatory. It only opposes the inflammatory effects of other things in the body. So in technical terms, it's not anti-inflammatory. And when it comes to the anti-inflammatory effects of omega-3 to omega-6, it's by competitive inhibition, it's less inflammatory than the omega-6. So fish oil is not actually anti-inflammatory. It can still produce inflammatory mediators. It's just less inflammatory than omega-6. So if you have something that produces a lot of inflammation, and then you add in something that opposes this, that produces less inflammation. So now you end up with less inflammation. Is it anti-inflammatory? No, it's just producing less inflammatory mediators through lipooxygenase and cyclooxygenase, the LOX and COX enzymes. Now, you might also think, what about those specialized pro-resolving mediators, the SPMs? That's why people want to take fish oil, because it enhances the production of SPMs. Now, SPMs, as, as the name specifies, it is pro-resolving mediators. It resolves the inflammation. But did you know that omega-6 can actually also produce pro-resolving mediators. And something that people don't actually know is that there are many of these pro-resolving mediators. So if you can put them in classes, there are four different kinds of SPMs. You have the lipoxins, resolvents, the protectants, and the marescents. So it's four kinds. And then you also have other PUFA metabolites with SPM-like activity. And then within each of these classes, you have the lipoxins, you have four. Here are the resolvents. You get the EPA-derived resolvents. It's a bunch, four again. DHA-derived resolvents. You have about 12 right here. And then you have the DPA-derived resolvents. You got another seven here, and you got the protectants, and on and on and on. So the list is long. You have many, many, many different kinds of uh, SPMs that the body can use. I wrote an article about this. 
is that omega-6 is anti-inflammatory and create resolvents. So I will link this article for you. You can, guys can check it out. And it discusses here, they do not produce mediators that oppose the actions of inflammatory cytokines. And here is the pro-resolving mediators. You can see EPA going through the COX enzyme, producing these resolvents, and DHA going through LOX, producing protectants and resolvents and maresins, etc. And then if you look here, here's examples of what happens in humans when they supplement fish oil, because it seems that healthy people produce these resolvents at the way they should, whereas unhealthy people with obesity, diabetes, metabolic syndrome, and so on, they produce a dysfunctional increase in these SPMs. Some of these SPMs increase, some decrease, some remain the same. So it's not like you get an increase in all of the SPMs that help to resolve inflammation compared to a healthy individual. So if you're unhealthy, how are you supposed to benefit from fish oils if you can't even produce the same level of SPMs compared to a healthy individual? So the study here is just one example. These results suggest an impairment in the metabolism of 17-hydroxy-DHA to resolvents in patients with peripheral vascular disease. Interestingly, the increase in HEPEs, HEPEs and resolvent E1 and E3 with fish oil was extremely heterogeneous, although 18... HEPE showed consistent increase with fish oil. The changes of resolvent E levels were ranged from a small decrease or no effect to an increase in levels. So people were having effect results all over the place. Some people were experiencing an increase, some people a decrease. So it's not a uniform. This is what happens when you supplement fish oils. And another group and another study found that fish oil increased plasma EPA and DHA levels and 18 HEPE levels in both groups although the increase in 18 HEPE was lower in the metabolic syndrome study. 17 HDHA and 14 HDHA increased in the control group. However, there was no change in 17 HDHA and 14 HDHA levels in the metabolic syndrome group. So again, like all of these mediators that are all over the place, it doesn't necessarily mean that the increase in these resolvents was actually good. So this study found that the investigators compared survivors with non-survivors. Higher levels of pro-inflammatory cytokines correlated with higher mortality. The investigators speculated that failure of resolution, the response to SPMs, contributed to mortality. Thus, in this study, higher SPM levels failed to improve outcome, but may reflect upon defects in actions rather than synthesis. So even though you might have these resolvents, they might not actually be doing their job properly. Another study found that early treatment with LXA4, which increases SPM action, worsened infection and failed to improve survival. In contrast, treatment with LXA4 during late sepsis improved inflammation and survival, while LXA4 receptor antagonism had no effect. So the point here is that these SPMs actually have also immune suppressive effects. So if you use them at the wrong time, they can actually worsen bacterial infections. So if you're chronically stressed, that suppresses the immune system. Now you supplement these SPMs, they can suppress the immune system even more. And stress causes leaky gut, enhances the absorption of endotoxins into the system, producing infections. Now your immune system is suppressed and you have this infection and inflammation going on. 
and you have this functional synthesis and action of these SPMs that is not necessarily going to resolve the inflammation or help at all. So to conclude, fish oil is not the best anti-inflammatory substance. It's not even anti-inflammatory. And just because, as Carl mentioned, it worsened people's symptoms, it's not because it lowered inflammation. It's actually because fish oil can have side effects of its own. So for example, it's very fragile. It can easily be damaged by reactive oxygen species and produce inflammatory mediators. So it by itself is also pro-inflammatory and by incorp being incorporated into cell membranes can reduce the energy production of a cell, reducing the effectiveness of that cell. So fish oil, they can have their own side effects. They're not just uh, opposing inflammation. And if you want to use something that opposes inflammation, first of all, if you eat too much omega-6, eliminate the omega-6 from your diet. Don't just supplement fish oil, eliminate the omega-6. And better alternative to fish oil to lower the inflammation from omega-6 is coconut oil. You can use even as small as one gram on a daily basis will have benefits. You can use a gram to gram replacement of fish oil with coconut. So if you take about five grams of fish oil, take about a teaspoon of coconut. That is so, so that's a super small amount. And coconut oil will oppose the inflammation of the omega-6 in a similar way that fish oil does but without actually being useless and causing inflammation being detrimental. And the coconut oil also has vitamin E-like effects, which inhibits lipid peroxidation, protecting your omega-6 even more. And because coconut oil is such a medium chain saturated fat, it can displace the omega-6 in the mitochondria so that your body burns the, the coconut oil instead, speeding up the metabolic rate because omega-6 and omega-3 can actually have anti-metabolic effects. So it's not about crushing your inflammation that's negative. It's because you're using fish oil that has its own side effects and doesn't really resolve the inflammation induced by something like omega-6. That is the problem. So I hope this video was helpful and I'll check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.